Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Steve, and welcome to the Milestone Pursuit podcast. The mindfulness episode. It's actually Friday the 13th of November today and I was just reflecting back and thought it's time that I re-recorded the intro to this episode which is the very first episode I released publicly way back in April on Easter Saturday in fact And I did that because I thought the mindfulness episode, which really got things moving on this podcast, is as relevant today as ever in the dark, wet and cold days that we're facing in the run-up to Christmas. I think mindfulness is incredibly valuable, I think running is incredibly valuable, but I thought I'd make the intro a little bit better, because as I say, it's the first one that I published, and it's a little bit rustic, and they all started out a bit like that, because the truth with the podcast was they began as an experiment to see if people would value the idea of someone like me talking to them whilst they run and so it was never intended to be a polished piece of broadcasting but I figured the intro to this one could have done with a little bit more work so here we are I've learned loads since releasing this one and I've still got loads to learn about recording about running while I'm recording and all of those good things but what I didn't want to do was lose the essence of the mindfulness session for what it was because while it is rustic and somewhat unpolished it was good enough to be picked up at the time by Zoe Williams in The Guardian which is humbling and amusing in equal measure it's humbling because it showed the session did what I wanted it to do which was to help people use running to switch off from the problems we were facing way back in April and that still applies today despite the fact we're now more used to this life despite the fact with a vaccine in the distant horizon and numbers starting to take a turn for the better despite the fact there's a little bit more optimism we still face many of the same challenges so if it worked then I'm sure it can help maybe now but it's also amusing because Zoe, Zoe Williams described me as 
a likeable blokey Londoner who didn't sound at all spiritual the sort of bloke that would help really help you if, if your bike chain came off which made me and many others laugh I'll leave you to determine the accuracy or otherwise of that and I'll leave you to determine the value or otherwise of this session and I hope you enjoy the session for its rusticness and get something out of it please enjoy it hello everybody um, this is Steve this is the Milestone Pursuit running podcast or today it is the mindfulness podcast where we're actually going to talk about and act out a mindfulness session whilst we're running. Uh, It's Saturday morning where I am, recording this in East London, near to Victoria Park, the home of running, that's where I am right now, on Well Street Common. Uh, And it's beautiful, it's a beautiful day. The Easter Saturday, so it's that weekend where the uh, weather's so good they're telling us all to stay at home. And at this time, it's about 9:30. There is literally, well, by comparative purposes, and so not literally, by comparative purposes, it's really quiet. It's been slightly unusual because it's been really busy on the common. Any green space in East London has been busy with people social distancing and exercising um, so what we're going to do today is going to take you through about a 10 or 15 minute preamble and we just get moving and I'll talk about some stuff and then we're going to go into half an hour or so of practicing mindfulness in running which might seem counterintuitive, I guess. But I think for many of us who are runners know that running can have a deeply positive therapeutic effect. You know, switching our brain off from the world around us, getting out, seeing some stuff, experiencing things. But this is, and this is just adding a little bit to that. This is doing it in a slightly different way. And I'll explain how we're going to do that shortly. The one thing I will say is this entire session is going to be about easy running. So we're going to keep it slow. I've gone off a little bit too quick, if I'm honest. Got slightly short of breath as I'm speaking, which is never a great sign. And slow it right down. Always hard to start with as well, of course. Always feel a little out of breath at the beginning of your runs, especially when you're nattering. Let's keep it easy. So it's all about easy running. But as we go through, I'm going to give you some things to think about as we run that will help with mindfulness. I suppose it's worth saying, isn't it, that mindfulness as a practice is 
quite heavily associated with meditation and we're not really meditating today but it might have a similar effect so you know, what mindfulness is is worth thinking about before we embark on the session so mindfulness to me and the way I interpret it is that it's it's about really being aware of you and your feelings in the context of where you are where we are where we are in the world what's going on around you and it's really thinking about the present focusing on how you are right now You know, a lot of that is about how you shut out the noise from the world around us. The things you're seeing, the things you're hearing, the things you're reading. That are possibly not helpful to your sense of self and your well-being from a mental health perspective. So if it's you know, about being in tune with where you are, it's very much about being in the present. And right now, as it's the 10th of April today, or the 11th, I forget which, it's the 11th, the 11th of April. We are living through some troubled times. And with, and today's you know, recording is not about troubled times and reminding us of what's going on. Um, but the one thing I will say is that on normal distractions, you know, maybe work, but play, so socialising, sport, watching stuff, new stuff theatre, art, anything that you would normally do to distract yourself from the noise around us, just isn't there, it just isn't available, and so we're all having to find our own ways, and obviously there's a rolling 24 news, sorry, rolling 24 hours news cycle that doesn't seem to be getting much better, listen, you work hard enough you can find some positives and social media is no better either there's a lot of noise there's a lot of debate a lot of argument and it's a very hard environment to be part of so being mindful in that context is trying to switch off that stuff. And like I say, there isn't so many avenues to doing that. Happily though, exercise is one. So exercise is one place where we can switch off. And of course I suppose 
as we go through our working weeks they're changing a lot and that can be stressful you know, I hear people talking about Zoom calls now and saying oh I'm exhausted and back to back Zoom calls all day we well, really got to concentrate on what people are saying it's really hard to do it much harder than doing it in person and so our brains are getting a bit congested and then there's lockdown as well of course and what that's doing to us our inability to meet people face to face you're stuck at home either on your own or with the same people you've been stuck at home with for the past nearly four weeks with at least another three or four weeks to go probably longer who knows and right now you know what focusing on the present means and how it really works in my mind is it'd be easy for us to feel depressed to uh, and we're also suffering from varying stages of grief whether it's because we've lost a loved one or someone we know or because we've lost something that used to be important to us like socialising or whether because we can see some economic hardship and a changing of the, the way you thought the world was going to be in 2020 and that creates grief and that's an entirely valid response to what's happening and obviously there are many stages to grief which we won't go into today but one of those stages is depression and it's totally understandable that people should be feeling that way and depression largely being about sadness or worse about what you've lost and what you don't have and then of course the other side of that is anxiety which is, tends to be focused on the worry about what is or isn't going to happen in the future and that we cannot control especially right now we can't even predict and it's probably not particularly helpful to do so either so if you're left in a position left in a position where looking backwards isn't much fun because for most people what we had before was better than we've got now and looking forward isn't so much fun because we don't know what it is that our future holds then the present is the place where you can protect your mental health so mindfulness is just about in my mind really important right now really important in thinking about how am I, where am I right this minute and if ever there was a period of time in most of our lifetimes where it was important to take every day at a time not to get too far ahead of yourself it's now so that's all good 
seems to make sense certainly seems to make sense to me how do we apply that to running well it's interesting so we're in coaching a lot of times I speak about particularly in interval sessions when it's getting hard or in races when it's getting hard I'll talk to people about the importance of staying in the moment so I'll use the interval session as an example I often break the session into thirds when I'm talking to people about it and I'll say to I'll say to them well the first third and that's relative that's the relatively easy bit still feeling fresh lots of energy lots of enthusiasm only just begun getting into the session it's all good the final third also tends to take care of itself because you're nearly there it's the middle third where it's tricky where you might feel like you can't hold on to the pace anymore or the effort levels but it's all a bit too much that early enthusiasm at the start has gone but the end is not in sight either and the same is true of racing that middle third is often where races are won or lost or PBs are delivered or not and in that now I touched on it there in that middle third you're thinking oh I don't feel as fresh anymore as I used to and you're thinking I don't think I can sustain this pace for another X reps or a third of the session so you're looking back and you're looking ahead and you're not focused on what's happening right now and that's how you can use mindfulness in an interval session now focus on this rep let's say if we're doing nine sets of two minutes you're in the fifth rep of two sorry in the fifth rep of two minutes at this point just focus on those two minutes it's all you want to do just get to the end of that two minutes hold that pace for the end until you get to the end of the two minutes and then when you get to the end of the fifth one take your recovery and start the sixth one with exactly the same mindset just focus on getting to the end of that rep so that's one application but the other one is what we're going to do today the other one or the other way of applying mindfulness in running is to really think about connecting your body to your brain as you run which we're going to use oh sorry to do that we're going to use a series of thoughts and cues I'm going to throw at you to think about how your body is doing and consciously work your way through how you're feeling and switching off all the noise so we're going to do 30 more minutes of easy running And in that time, every five minutes or so, roughly, it's not an interval session, I'm going to give you some cues, some things to think about as we're running.
Okay. So, first five minutes. All I want you to think about is your feet. Now, it's funny in running. Don't tend to think about our feet. We tend to think about our legs. We tend to think about how tired they're feeling. How your muscles are doing in your quads, your calves maybe, hamstrings. And we don't really look after our feet particularly well, so... But our feet are obviously crucial. I mean, every step you take is using your foot. Your foot is, you know, the location of more bones, joints, tendons and muscle fibres than any other part of your body. So we need to give it some thought. So as we're running, the next five minutes or so, I just want you to think about how your feet are landing, whether you think they're landing underneath your body weight, Sorry, under your, under your body mass. Whether you're, I think you're landing heels or toes, it doesn't matter which. But let's just think about what's going on as your feet are landing. But let's also think about what's happening as you push off. Is the weight going through your big toe, your second toe, or is it on the outside, on the inside? So let's just think about our feet as we run. There's something that people don't necessarily often think about with their feet is, have I got injuries there? Have I suffered from broken toes before? Bunions? what's going on with my feet and how's that potentially affecting my running and like I said there's no action involved here there's no we're going to change stuff or we're going to say that what you're doing is wrong it's just think about it just think about what's happening down there you know I'm running across Hackney Marshes that's where I've got to now made it from Well Street Common to Hackney Marshes and the ground's uneven, I'm running across the football pitches keep my distance from everybody and the ground's uneven so my feet are stabilising as I'm running
another 30 seconds. So thinking about your feet and the landing. How you're pushing off. the balance of your weight equal across the two. Always one foot stronger and relied upon more than the other. I'll tell you one thing about my feet, I've got something in my shoe. It's a bit annoying, but I'm not going to let it bother me. Okay, so the next thing we're going to think about, we're going to move away from the feet and we're going to think about your head. Go to the other end of our body. We're going to think about our head. And in particular, we're going to think about where we're looking. Are we looking down at the ground, four or five yards in front of us, working out where we're going to put our feet or are we getting our head up looking forwards and working out where we're going to go in 30 yards 50 metres maybe even 100 metres depending on what you can see ahead of you and looking up while we run is really important and it's important because it helps us see the world in a slightly different way rather than just looking at our feet. I'm going to come back to that thought later in the session. But it also opens up the airways. So you imagine you're running with your neck bent, looking down towards the ground, perhaps thinking about where your feet are landing. You've closed off your esophagus a little bit, making it harder for you to breathe. instead I'm going to be looking ahead now it's really interesting that I mean sometimes when you're running on rough terrain it's obviously you want to look where your feet are going more directly but in most cases your body is actually smart enough and your brain is smart enough at knowing what your stride length is without you having to consciously process it so you have to figure out where there might be danger underfoot further ahead than you think so you may well be able to get yourself looking 30 metres ahead particularly on flat, flat ground and that could easily be enough to your brain to plot your way around safely and what this also does I think anyway take your mind off what's happening with your feet and your legs because your brain is occupied by different things if you're looking up 30 meters 50 meters ahead you're seeing stuff that provides broader context to the world that you're living in than if you're looking down at the ground and at your feet so for the remainder of this five minutes just get your head up, keep looking forwards.
Ask yourself as you're running, can I see my feet? And if the answer is no, you're in a good, good spot. See your feet. Can you see any danger? 30 meters out. So we've got a heads up and thinking about that. Now we're now going to think about our arms. A bit like the feet. Our arms are a little bit neglected in running, but of course they're vital. You know, we'll go into a little bit of Newtonian law. I think it's his third law. I can never really remember. It talks about equal and opposite forces and the application of that law in our running if our left arm swings back there has to be an equal and opposite reaction in the other direction in order to prevent you becoming unbalanced so if your left arm goes back your right leg comes forward and obviously vice versa. And when I'm, again, when I'm coaching people, I sometimes think, or I sometimes ask them to think about their arms to improve, increase their cadence, so their foot turnover, and to increase their speed. Rather than putting in more effort, we can just use our arms at a higher frequency, or by throwing them further back, and it produces an impact upon your legs. We're not going to do that today though. Today we're going to think about, a bit like our feet, we're just going to think about what's happening with our arms. How far do you think they're swinging back? How frequently? Are they swinging by your side? Are they swinging outside of you? Are they swinging across you? And again, we're not going to try and change anything today. It doesn't really matter. For the purposes of today, this is about mindfulness. 
and in an ideal world they would be swinging backwards not sideways so directly behind you in a straight line from your hips back with a relaxed elbow and now your hands open or closed like a fist or your shoulders relaxed or they're tight around your ears Ninety seconds or so, really relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the arms as best we can. Get the shoulders away from the ears. And your hands relaxed and open. And just think about how that's feeling. Just in your arms, how are your arms feeling the next minute or so? How are those arms feeling? Nice and relaxed. His head still looking up. Okay, we're going to move on to hips. Let's go to the centre. Now, hips and our pelvis are really important as we run, both in keeping them stable and level, but also high. And what a lot of us suffer from, particularly when we're sitting down a lot, as we are at the moment, is a sinking hip, either one side or the other, or both, which drags your bum behind you, which pushes your body weight back, which might mean your feet are landing ahead of your centre of mass, potentially leading to injury, and certainly leading to an inefficiency as you run and then of course if your hips are sinking and your bum is behind you it's really hard to get your knees up and through as well so for the next five minutes we're going to think about our hips and what's happening so are you level do you think you're level at the hips and are you standing nice and tall from the hips? And if you just practice that, you're going to get to raise the hips up 
as you run. So I'm not trying to get tall necessarily from my head. The height comes from our hips. Think about that for a minute or so, how our hips are doing. Okay, now one of the interesting things about your hip position is what happens to your feet. So if your hip position is soggy, low, behind you, and just reenact that for a minute. So drop your hips a little bit. And what you find is your feet spend more time on the ground. sink into the ground and you've stopped using the ground for what it's helpful for in running which is to create force instead you're using it to spread all your energy so when we raise our hips let's get the hips up again your contact time on the ground is less you're up towards your forefoot midfoot and toes more start to run a little bit stronger you get your hips up and of course your hip hips being high is a function of glute and hip flexor strength and core strength but for today we can work at it by raising our hips and minimizing the foot contact time with the ground as a result One more minute, think about your hips, get them nice and high. Okay, so while we're still focused in this area, with our hips high, we're now gonna think about our knees. What is happening with your knees? With two specific thoughts in mind. So one is how high in front of us are we getting them?
as we get our hips up and two do we think they are pointing straight forwards in the direction in which you wish to travel many of us who suffer from the same problem with your hips or one of the impacts upon your body of your hips getting a little bit behind you or if your hips drop on either side is that your knees tend to collapse inwards and that creates strain on the outside of your body often where ITB problems can come which causes problems in the knee so have a think about whether you think your knees are working forwards or across you and a little telltale for that is whether your knees are knocking against one another happens to us all happens to me quite a lot my right knee comes across me which I blame on football years of right footed kicking motion but also weirdly I sleep with my feet crossed at the ankles my right leg over my left leg uh, and of course I might have weak glutes too so they my knees sometimes knock against each other and that's a time that my form's not great I'm not being as efficient as I could be I want my knees going forwards so they're not getting close to each other and running's a simple sport in lots of senses but one of them is that you know, the principle that anything that's moving your body away from the direction in which you want it to go is going to make your it's going to impact upon your performance we want all of our energy going forwards not sideways or backwards okay so your knees coming up are they coming through often towards the end of runs and racing and hard sessions when we're getting tired we go into a ploddy shuffle, it might be because our hips have sunk, because our glutes and hip muscles have got tired, or it might be that our knees are not coming through because your quads and hamstrings are tired. So have a little think about that. Where are your knees?
Okay. We're coming to the end of that five minutes. Into the last five minutes. In our last five minutes, we're not going to think about our body too much. We're going to think about what's going on around us. What can we see? Sometimes as runners we get ourselves out, but we're not taking in through our eyes and our brains what's going on around us, connecting with the world around us. We're internalising our thoughts, which is good. But it's sometimes good just to get the head up and look around. So we're going to apply our looking 30, 50, even further metres ahead. We don't just have to look forwards, we can look to the side. Let's see what we can see. And on here on Hackney Marshes, if you don't know Hackney Marshes, you might have heard of it. It's a massive expanse of green space east of London. It's kind of sandwiched between the River Lee and Leighton, the other side, and Hackney. Interesting fact, in the neighbouring borough of Islington, that's neighbouring to Hackney, there is one grass football pitch of a full adult size. I have a guess where that is. I thought pictures at the Emirates Stadium, not particularly accessible. Uh, in Hackney, on Hackney Marshes alone, there are 50 pitches. I know that because I ran around them all the other day and counted them afterwards. Uh, and this space is great, so it's, it's obviously huge. Uh, the grass is good, the drainage is really good, so it is a marshland, it's on the floodplain of the River Lee, but all of the rubble that was created by the bombings in the Second World War was dumped here and levelled off, so it's raised it, and it has created really good drainage. And it's tree-lined, and right now let's head over towards those trees so you can see lots of birds. The birds are loving it at the moment, aren't they? The air quality in London is really good. The weather's amazing. There's not many people around to disturb their nest building. And looking after their young. It's happening about now. The trees are all starting to develop. The leaves getting some Shoots going all at different paces, of course. Which is always fascinating. So that's all on my left at the moment. I've got lots of trees. The River Lee, which runs from Hertfordshire. I don't know where it starts, actually, but... flows all the way down south from Hertfordshire into the River Thames. At Lena, funnily enough. And on the other side, well ahead of me I've got the Olympic Park and Canary Wharf, so I can see the orbit through the trees. And then across the other side, so I'm turning right back towards 
London if you start to see high rises and Hackney and in the far distance the Shard and Salesforce Tower I think it is and a few others there's lots of people out and about getting their exercise in which is great and Hackney Marsh is a perfect space for it I mean, it does get a little bit busy when the weather's good I mean, normal times it's hardly busy at all, but then people are getting out more at the moment, which is good. And obviously there's loads of space to keep yourself away from everybody. <clears throat> and I always think these sort of spaces, it's just really good practice to just not run around the outside necessarily. You can run through the middle. Doesn't really matter. Everyone has this tendency to follow paths and to run around the outside. But with mindful running, just doesn't matter. Just run. See where you go. See where it takes you. See how it feels. You just hear some traffic for the A12, which isn't too far from here. Normally a bit noisier than this. And there's a good park around the Hackney Marshes. It's coming around to where that's for starts and finishes, roughly. Good park run. Nine o'clock Saturday mornings. It's flat and fast. And a great team leading it. Okay, I should have gone over a time I've been rattling on so much. I hope you enjoyed today's session. I hope you've been able to focus on your body, connecting with your brain, and using running to do that. I mean, use meditation too, meditation's great, but use running's meditative purposes right now to help with your brain and also with your body. Thanks for listening. Any feedback, please let me know uh, as directly as you want. And uh, always open to feedback. And I'll uh, be back again very soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.